Listen, everyone, if you're here listening to us, if you've joined us, thank you for coming. You missed some real gold. Like we had some real gold there where you couldn't hear us, but it's okay. We're going to soldier on. Hello, and thank you for joining us for session number 11 of Stone Top, a actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop. And to find all of the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. I am Emily Vanderwerf. I'm your GM for the night. And, uh, you know, we're all just... We're having a good time here in Stone Top. Uh, we're coming up on the end of our game. Though it won't be tonight because we are short one player. And we want all of us here for the ending. So let's introduce our players, and we're going to start with Nick. Hi, everyone. My name is Nick. I'm playing the character Bron, sometimes called Gobi Twain. And he is using the box to look. And uh, he is just generally a guy you want in the corner all the time. Yes, absolutely. He never he, he never does anything suspect. Uh, next up, let's talk to Blythe. Hello, I am Blythe, and I am playing Tiern, the occult-loving, magic-loving uh, te- school teacher who has definitely gone down an interesting path. Yeah, I mean, a little love, a little romance. It's like yeah. we, what we like to see here in Stone Top. Uh, and finally, Mo. Hey, I'm Mo. I'm going to be playing Carlo the Marshal. Um, I used to be the big guy in town, but sounds like I'm not the big guy in town anymore. Oh, oh, we got some new friends. Got some new friends hanging out. Um, so, does anyone want to, for two free advantage rolls, do a recap of last week's adventure? Or last time's adventure? It was two weeks ago. Wow. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry I'm working here, but please, okay. someone else. I'll try. Please, Blythe. Yeah. Uh, so last week, we, we, the party, embarked on a journey to fight a worm. W-Y-R-M, for those wondering who might be confused about this, that was blocking the entrance to the fae, and we had to try and sneak past it so that we could go get a nook out of the fae and take care of her chain flame. Uh, sneaking past it was tricky and it did shift and kind of wake up for a second pinning Bron to a wall and Ilsa being the would-be hero that she is uh, helped Bron out and got Bron away and from there we managed to get in with Dolores, Bron, Ilsa uh, uh, Carlo and Tiern wow um, I know our party's names I promise um we got through, we got into the bay. It looked like an echo of Stone Top in a lot of ways. It was like pretty much all laid out the same, but no one was there. Uh, except for one old Fey lady with a cat who just really wanted help getting her cat down. So Ilsa helped get her cat down. We had our save the cat moment. Um, the lady appreciated it, thanked all of us, and gave us what she thought was a gift. So we know all of each other's secrets and everything we've been hiding from each other this entire time. So that's, you know, which, honestly, in real life, I would not mind. Uh, in the game, though, everyone is like, oh, all secrets have been kept now. Um, and now we all know that the secrets were being kept. So from there, we went over to where a nook secret hiding place would be in Stone Top. Found a nook reading in kind of a translate state. She couldn't get out of it. 
and uh, eventually I forced her to eat salt and she snapped out of it and hugged Dolores. And then the fairy king, the fairy prince, I guess, that Tyrion is supposed to marry showed up with the guy who enchanted Bronn, who I guess is his dad. Daddy, probably, if we're being honest, because apparently he's super hot. Um, he's so hot. So hot. The hottest. He doesn't have a daddy issue. The, the hottest pair of fairy boys. Um, and they try to ask us, like, which one will stay? And then they're like, let's push up the wedding, and Tyrion and the fairy prince can get married right now. And Tyrion is like, that would probably work if you agree to my terms. But Ilsa's like, no, I'm going to make a deal instead, and I'm not going to let you do this. And Tyrion is like, I'm not going to let you do this. Uh, and everyone was like, and Bronn was like, I'm useless. Let me stay. <laughs> there was, it was more heartfelt than that, but it was. <laughs> It was essentially Bronn being like, hey, I've pissed all of you off. Let me stay. Uh, I, need, I, need my, I need my face turns. <laughs> Let me sacrifice myself for everybody so no one thinks I'm an asshole anymore. <laughs> and so with all this bickering and this arguing and them us trying to make deals with fairies and not being very bright about it, Ilsa finally just signed a deal and made, it, made the decision and stayed behind in the fairy lands. And apparently in exchange, in exchange for that, she gets to find out everything. So she knows that we've now opened a door into our world from the fae. We don't know that. And Ilsa's not about to tell us this. To, um, also, that um, worm I mentioned is on its way to destroy Stone Top and um, probably kill some folks, which is terrifying. Um, we are the worst people. <laughs> we have done. We have, we killed an entire town. Look, look, look. the economy, and. Um, now we're killing our own town. You did save a nook. You saved a nook. Very important. And Dolores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but here, you're, you're just looking at it the wrong way. It's not that we're bad people. It's that we're setting the stage so that the real heroes have a world that is unjust and fucked up to fight against. We're, we're just protagonists of the prequel story. We're the we're the NPCs they meet up with later, like on the outs, like camping, and they're like, "Who are you?" And we're like, "We're refugees from Stone Top." And they're like, "What happened?" We unleashed the say on our kingdom, except it would take like longer for them to earn that backstory from us. Right. Yeah. What happened? We did. <laughs> um. So, uh, Nick, why don't you roll one d six? Uh, I will be happy to do this. Just a moment here. I'm also picturing a dialogue option for this mission where, like, a hero is like, why would you do that? We thought we were helping. Because we did. Uh, how does how does a one sound? That sounds great. That sounds great. We have three players here tonight, and you rolled a one. That means when the crumble, that giant worm, rampaged through Stone Top, only three people were killed. 
Um, yeah, there was a fair amount of property damage, a lot of stuff broken. It's right before winter, so that's like not great. But yeah, only three people were killed. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah tell me people one of them. Yeah, tell me who one of them was, uh, Blythe. <laughs> You know what? A look's dad. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. How did he die? Um. He was foolish and thought he could like fight this thing because he was like, "I'm a big, strong man and toxic masculinity." And then it. <laughs> um. Mo, how did Kylie acquit herself well in the course of this uh, worm attacking the town? Kylie got out her bow. Yeah. And uh, fell in with uh, my crew um, to with Zeb and Shin to to kind of steer the monster away from town. Um, she she's starting to show, and so pretty much everybody counted her out as useless. But um, her shot is a lot better than it ought to be for some helpless little girl who got knocked up. Okay, great. Uh, Ron, your old friend Wynn was one of the three people who died. Tell me how they died and how you've uh, how you've mourned their death. Um, I was wondering if that was going to happen. Um, I think Wynn was out in the Wynn's family's farm or habitat was directly in the path of the worm so before anybody knew anything else that had happened it rampaged through that area uh, killing Wynn before they could uh, escape or prepare themselves at all Mm -hmm. Um, and Ron hates himself for this and I think that he has um, he has offered to pay for the like the obviously he's paying for the, the funeral and any other damages there but he's offered to his family uh, to support them if they want to move away from this place or to help them rebuild whatever they want. Um, I don't think he has admitted to them that he is responsible for this, but he feels horrible about um, what he's done and that guilt is kind of gnawing away at him. Okay. All right. Great. How much does the town know about your the three of your role in this? Elsa, of course, is now living in Fairyland. So um, obviously people have noticed that she is gone. But also you came back with a nook, so. No, go for it. Um, I have I have another question. Sure. How much how much does Erasmus know? Erasmus. Um, Erasmus. uh, Erasmus. Why why didn't you kill him? (laughs) Erasmus is keeping his his mouth shut. He's uh, he hasn't said anything yet. He's very interested in the proceedings so far, but he clearly knows what's up. I'm wondering if y'all have said anything or if other folks know what's up. Up until this point, 
you were pretty well considered the heroes of Stone Cop. Like, people, regardless of all the things that you've done, including dooming an entire town, um, Stone Top thinks you're great. So. Um, I would say for Bronze Park, he has not disclosed any information. At any time anyone asks uh, where he was when the attack happened, uh, he has a story for it. Um, and I think the story is something along the lines of uh, while we were out tracking down Rescue Nook, who saw this horrible monster, and uh, we tried to scare it away, uh, but unfortunately it, it ignored our distraction and went for the town being the kind of biggest uh, thing on the horizon. Um, you know, where, where it felt that it could get the most food or do the most damage, or even maybe it didn't even realize what was going on since the things had been, uh, you know, some kind of monster just coming out of the forest that might have just been trying to go someplace else. Maybe it was a breeding cycle. We don't know. There's no, it's impossible to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the third person who died was uh, Mayor Heron. Um, in the process of, of fighting this off, um, Kylie and Zeb and Shin steered it, you know, it went right through Wind's farm, but they steered it away, and Mayor Heron was on, what was the name of that horse? Lightning Fireball from the very first session. Um, she was on the horse, and the horse just streaked off right in front of this thing, and it rumbled along after her. She got it well out of town, and that night the horse came back, and she did not. So, tech, we don't know if she's dead, but it seems like a pretty safe bet that she is. Um, Cobalt, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I've run so many games of this, and I always there's always a very fast horse. So, um, but yes, Cobalt came back, no rider on it. Um, the other thing that has happened in the months or in the weeks since the last session is strange figures have come to town and are just sort of occupying it. Um, they're not like uh, if you push up against them, they're pretty rude, mean, and sometimes outright violent. But as long as you leave them alone, they're fine. They're just uh, uh, they're almost like an army. Um, you can't, but they don't look like any army you've ever seen before. Um, they are uh, dressed in uniforms you're not aware of, and they have strange pale uh, eyes and skin that sparkles in the moonlight. Um, so, it's a few days before the winter solstice, and everything is bitterly cold, and uh, Stonetop is slowly repairing the damage from the worm. Um, most things are back together. The first thing they fixed was the dining hall, and so people who need a home are sleeping there because some houses are still uh, in disrepair. But the three of y'all are. Uh, it is a, a warm night in the dining hall, cold outside, but they've got the fire going. Um, so you're here enjoying a winter's feast. Have you all talked to each other since unleashing the beast? By the way, this is just for my own edification. Anuk and Dolores are in the corner and they're being very cuddly. Um, I mean, I imagine we talked on the way back because. Mm-hmm. 
we lost Elsa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Molly, you're going to ask something. Carlo, you're going to ask something. Um, So have we been able to track to where this worm is nesting? The worm uh, cuts a pr- like you could. It moves very quickly. It moved south. It seems like it's headed. Um, it moved past like the turnoff for Marsh Edge, the turnoff for Golden Gordonsdale. It seems like it's heading down toward like the capital city. But uh, it, it moves very quickly. By the time you got back, you you were too far behind to really catch up to it. Got it. But it is so nowhere near Stone Top. It's yeah. not. It's not hanging out, preying on Stone Top. No, not that you're aware of. Um, and it sounds like you know. It sounds like it ate a few sheep on the way, but other than that, there haven't been reports of more damage. Not from around Stone Top. So. All right. So, what about this 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 weird army? Well, I don't know. They're just here. They just showed up one day, and um, do they, they talk uh, to us? They, uh, if you try to talk to them, they speak a language you've never heard before. Who, who is uh, running the town currently with uh, Good question. I don't know. Do you? Uh, if it was on a, if it was not a post or if it was wrong, I think that Ron might try and submit a petition. Oh, I think I froze. There might be opposition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would. Um, or how, how about this? Because I, I think that if I can spin a little story here, I think that Brown probably started to do something like that, and uh, Carlo made a claim that that was not uh, acceptable. So Ron has just been, without being an administrator, He's just been sort of taking care of the logistics of, of what's going on. Karen, what do you think about uh, Brennan standing in for now? I mean, he did a good job in Marsh Edge. I don't see why not. Well, I mean, by a good job, you mean he he kept all of the uh, the petty crime organized? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't 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 paint him with rosy goggles. He was as corrupt as anyone here. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Oh, and that was, that's the Tyr. Uh, Tyr just kind of looks at Bron and is like, "Um, I'm not because you're the one who tried to kill him with the crime person who didn't like him because he put cracks down on crime." There's no such thing as crime. There's no crime in Marsh Edge. That doesn't ring any bells for you. I'm not saying there's no crime. I'm just saying that I don't think it was how you're painting it to be. Well, and I don't think it's how you're painting it to be. You're saying he did fine, a fine job. That's all I'm saying. But you did partner up with a criminal who hated him because of how he was as a sheriff and tried to kill him. You mean a criminal? yeah, I step in. I step in to assert that Brennan was very much a criminal himself. And what happened that Tiern would know of for him to have been a criminal? So Tiern is like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but Bron tried to kill him. So Bren- Brennan was in charge of coordinating, making sure that that uh, virgin went to the swamp. Brennan was in charge of making sure that um, all of Marsh so- guilty on that front. 
the 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 right people didn't go to jail and and the wrong people did and i did some work for brennan my time in marsh edge and uh well i would get called to do the work that brennan wasn't supposed to be seen doing he was no angel i trust you carlo i don't trust the one who was okay with killing him Carlo would have been fine with killing him also. Let's be be honest here. Also, all of Marchette was guilty in the sacrifices. That's not on Brennan uniquely. Oh, really? Raj was guilty? Raj was was guilty. Yeah, my family was 100% guilty. We all went along with it. Forever. We did nothing to stop it, even though we knew it was happening. So, it sounds like we got to interview Brennan. Um, <laughs> comfortable putting him in charge of something that's on you Carlo you're in charge of protecting the town you're in charge of this kind of thing I'm leaving and I am trusting you with this I, I'm, I'm looking at Brennan I'm looking at uh, Sven one of the watch guys and uh Ivan, the old hero? No, I'm leaving Friedrich Friedrich out of this. <laughs> Friedrich's a little entitled. Um, and uh, maybe Fenwick, uh, Ron's brother-in-law. Interesting. Um, cool. So, yeah, there's um, this... Uh, uh, there's there is going to be some sort of conclave. I don't think you have democracy in Stone Top. No. There's going to be some sort of like the important families of the town are going to gather and talk about these three candidates and uh, and sort of hear the cases for each of them. Um, having the important family decide everything works so well for Marshage. Yeah, it works well. It works well everywhere. When people who have the most power continue to get even more power, that never goes wrong. That's the lesson of this game. Um, the uh, yeah, so you're you're you know that's that's coming up. Um, and uh, while you're all uh, talking about this, um, Alish, the uh, uh, the guy who had a crush on Tiern. <laughs> Uh, just sort of shows up and is like, uh, just kind of like stands awkwardly to the side as y'all are talking, and then kind of just like, it's like, hey, tear. What, what do you want, son? Can't, can't you tell we're busy here? Um, I I need some some help, but I also just you know want to say hi to tear, and we haven't talked a lot lately. I have been very um, but what do you need help with? So you know I I'm I'm staying uh, here at the hall while they um, repair my house and it's really nice it's great but there's some of those like army guys uh, they just like make such a ruckus all night long. Basically, he's filing a noise complaint. Um, Could you describe? I the never get. I never get any sleep. They're always playing music and dancing, and 
you know, they get some of the girls from around town and, and, and the guys from around town and they play the music and they get this look in their eyes and they are like dance and dance and dance until sunrise. And I just want to sleep, but they're always there just playing their music right outside the doors. Like y'all are like the heroes of the town and we could use some heroes right now to just get these guys to shut up. Anyway, um, Taryn, uh, you know, I know that the, and like, this is the world's most awkward pivot. And he's like, Taryn, I know the winter solstice is a favorite night of yours for stargazing. So if you wanted to go stargazing, like we could go out, you know, just out to some of the, the ruins out and just like look up at the sky. It's supposed to be a very clear night. That's what the astronomers say. I may be previously engaged that night. Oh. I may have a prior. Or, sorry. I, I think you definitely have an engagement that would preclude you from going out on that night. Oh. So okay. Oh, well. Oh, oh, well, the new year will be here soon. So perhaps we could see each other the last night of the year, you know, is good luck for the year to come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's pencil it in for the new year and see, and see then if I'm free. Um, it's really just, I have so much, you know, have to figure out what happened with this worm. And, but yeah, let's just, let's put it in our calendars for the new year. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to it. He walks off. And then he turns back and goes, Oh, and yeah, please make sure those guys shut up. I just need some sleep. Who wants to talk to the soldiers? Can I can I say something that Bron has been working on? Uh, obviously subject to your mm-hmm. approval or not, Emily. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that once these uh, soldiers have shown up, that Bron has been covertly importing a lot of iron and salt. Mm-hmm. Like all of the like, not not overtly, but just like every time he has a, a trade mission come back, that he's been you know requesting and bringing in those two items uh, as sort of proof against uh, the Fey if needed. Uh, since that that's what he imagines this uh, cadre of good looking soldiers who don't speak the local language and party all night uh, is likely from. Roll me Defy Danger plus Intelligence okay. to see how good you are at, at smuggling things in past the people who check all the shipments that enter town. Okay. Um, can I use my, uh, my traveling contacts as, uh, as an advantage here? Sure. Tell me what those are. Uh, that I have contacts all over, uh, all over right. the world. I have samples of many different commodities, and so I have like a, a network of traders and people who uh, know how to get me things. Okay. Cool. Uh, if, do you want to give me a numeric bonus, or just let me roll with advantage? Just roll three dice. Yeah. Okay. Three dice. Uh, that is just going to get me to a ten. Okay. I'm just so you're very out. successful. 
Yeah, you're very successful. You're very you, you're able to get a lot of stuff into Stone Town. How do you uh, how do you get this past the guards? What are some of the methods you use? Uh, there are some things that are uh, th- there are some things that are there are supplementary storage built into some of the wagons, and so some things are uh, in there and maybe uh, don't get declared duty wise. Uh, he's also imported a whole bunch of uh, uh, preserved and salted vegetables, and uh, the vegetables only go down like the first couple layers, and it's mainly just a big tub of salt uh, that's okay. in there. But it but it looks like it's you know preserve preservatives, and then the iron I think has probably just been packed into uh, similarly at the bottom of barrels or some of it in some of the smugglers' passageways. You can say no to this. Is there anyone you're bribing, and how are you bribing them? Um, who? What? What guards are checking this? Are these local? Um, it's some of the soldiers, um, but you can tell that one of them, because of his uniform, is like very highly ranked. He's one of the higher ranked soldiers around Stonetop. Um, okay. Can I sprout can I lore on this, on something that they enjoy? Yeah, you can sure sprout some lore. Roll me, okay. uh, roll me plus whiz. Okay. Uh, fantastic. I got a 12. Great. Okay. Tell me things that you know are true. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I rolled an 11. I forgot my negative modifier. That's fine. You're fine. It still works. Okay. Um, Okay. Tell me some things you know are true, and you can, of course, ask me questions as well. Okay. Um, I think that they are uh, enamored of sweets. Mm-hmm. And so that I've I've learned that they have a very uh, a powerful sweet tooth, and so I've used that to my advantage, bringing in sugar and candy, and using that to kind of uh, even though we don't exactly have a language, but to generate some bon hom with the uh, with the soldiers and perhaps that captain uh, of the guards, making sure that they sort of get the best of these uh, treats, and so it's brought me a lot of. Uh, goodwill and not questioning too closely what is on the wagons uh, since the first thing that comes off is the big the big tub of, of peppermint and uh, other candies and, and gingerbreads and stuff like that uh, on right. there um, in terms of do, do we want to make that like one of the questions sort of thing sure like spout lore is a very ill-defined thing like you just sort of i will give you information or you can introduce information that is then true basically so um but also if you want to ask me questions you sure can like if you want to make it sort of an ersatz discern realities okay um what have i noticed in their behavior that they uh that they prize and conversely, if possible, is there anything that seems like they find distasteful or fear? 
Well, they really don't like eating those salty vegetables, those dried salty vegetables. Um, you know, they, they are they are currently um, occasionally having to eat food from this the dining hall, and they don't really like those. Um, what they seem to prize is they're like very very good like moving in formation um they will do like their exercises outside of town it's like they almost move with one mind like you've never seen an army that successful and like they seem almost uninterested in stone top like they're here obviously they're you know making everything disrupt they're disrupting everything and nobody really like likes having them here but it's clear they have their eyes on something else they're just um this is their foothold basically they're just bivouacking yeah yeah okay anything else um can I get a reasonable estimate of their numbers I mean if they're they're out in formation doing drills I think that would be relatively easy to to count how many there are. Yeah, and you have counted, and uh, it is exactly uh, 7 times 7, 49. Uh, Okay, fair enough. Um, So I I think that that between between kind of studying uh, what their garden patterns are, ingratiating myself with the, the sweets, and uh, using the things they find kind of distasteful to hide the uh, items I'm bringing into town. Um, I think that's probably everything that I can get on that role. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm going to roll a tie and see who was just selected the town mayor. Um, The answer is Fenwick. Fenwick, congratulations. Come on down. You are the mayor of Stone Top. Um, he, you know, gives the little speech thanking everyone uh, in all of the rich and powerful families. And then uh, you see that general from the, uh, well, the guy who seems to be in charge from the army comes over and pats Fenwick on the shoulder and then takes him back into the mayor's office um, and the door closes behind them. Wait, what? Um, and so, so yeah, there's stuff on. going on. That like that Carlo doesn't want to just let happen. No, that's fine. That's so, fine. Tell so, me what you're gonna do. Um <laughs> Yeah. These 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 guys gotta go. Okay. Like I'm I'm getting Braun. I mean sorry, uh, Brennan and uh, and Braun and anybody else who has any kind of like rudimentary fighting skill and we're we're looking to repel them they are not sequestering the mayor in an office for a conversation you want to go break in charming people that's just not going to happen okay you want to break in i'm sorry do you want to break into the office or do you want to try something else oh no i think i think i'm just gonna um I think I'm just going to see this uh, this leader of theirs out, um, ready to put a knife in his back if he, if I have any problems. Okay. So you're you're um, leading him out of town, basically, no. leading him out of the building, rather. <laughs> I think what I'm doing is taking him to an ambush. Okay. Okay. 
tell me what the ambush looks like. Um, <clears throat> and have we established that they are fairy? Tyrion or we haven't, yet. we haven't yet, but they are uh don't like salt and do like sweets. Um and uh do have pale eyes and skin that sparkles in the moonlight, so um, tomato tomato. And, and have and, and, and our our uh our soothsayer hasn't said anything about this? Soothsayer lives way out in the woods. No, no, our our guy, oh, the guy oh, we went and got. Oh Erasmus. Erasmus. Nobody's asked him anything. Um, he uh, is he. Every time you see him, though, he's like watching what's happening and writing frantically in a notebook. So, like, um, he's clearly very interested in what's happening, but uh, also is not like saying anything. All right. So yeah, um, I take him. Uh, we walk uh, mm-hmm. through a side door that takes us to an alley and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, Zeb, Durr, and uh, and and uh, Brennan are there, and the knives come out. Okay. This uh, general stands his hands out like this, uh, and he looks at you, and he tries one language, and he tries another, and then finally he lands on whatever you speak in Stone Top, which right. is English apparently. Um, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, yes, yes. Oh, I see. I see what it is. I see I have upset you. So I tell you what. I assume you want me and my men gone. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. We are about to move on. It's very cold, but I will speed up our plans. If you can beat me in a fist fight. Nope. Okay. Um, so, um, ha- I, I think we've outfitted ourselves with iron weapons. Okay. And uh, yeah, we we we, we shiv him. Roll me to find danger plus um, sh- strength is kind of wrong. Roll me to find danger plus intelligence because I want to see how effective this plan is. So you're you're Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Great. And do I get any help from my men, or is that just part of it? Uh, you can, yeah, you can have an extra die to. Okay. That's your men. So I'm at eleven on two dice, and I'm at eleven. Okay. So yeah, this plan is quite successful. Um, tell me uh, how uh, how it all goes down. You, you know, you see, you, we have a good idea of it because you're in an alley. But like, do they rush him? Do you like sort of walk him down until he's toward them? Or yep, I walk him down. They step out the shadows. Um, he says, uh, "How about a deal?" And I say, "Nope." And uh, the knives go in, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean part of part of the experiment is. You know, how much does it take to kill one of these things? Mm -hmm. Oh, it takes a lot, but you have him cornered, Mm -hmm. uh, but it takes at least 20, 30. It takes between 20 and 30 stabs 
but you get him down. And I'm not going to have you do like iron, points because huh? he doesn't have weapons. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have weapons. Like it, it, you know, it doesn't make sense to have it be a full fight. Um, so because you have all the advantage, but yes, uh, even with iron, it takes quite a bit. Now he's taller, bigger, stronger than some of the others. He's evidently someone who's been here a long time. Um, but yeah, he is down on the ground. He his 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 uh, blood is silver, and um, he is uh, just laying in this alleyway where anybody could potentially stumble upon you standing over the dead body of one of these soldiers. Um. So yeah, uh, Zeb stands at the front of the alley. Make sure everybody um, gets a, a wave by and a smile. And um, this guy is. Uh, Put into a barrel. Okay. And was the barrel was the barrel there ready when waiting for you? I, I think so. Like okay. this guy, this guy came to our you know mayoral. Um, <laughs> yeah, your like convoy, thing, yeah. and it's just like nah, y- y'all are just too comfortable. Yeah. And, okay. and I appreciate if you're here to make sure somebody goes off into the woods on the solacist, but this isn't how we conduct things around here. Okay. So. Toss barrel and covered in salt. Yeah, uh, like. It, it, uh, I, I want to get this guy to um, Erasmus. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so the barrel uh, is, you know, sealed up, but it does glow silver in the moonlight. You know, like the, it's got his blood on it, and that is glowing. So it will be pretty obvious you have something in there that is not, and especially if any of the guards see. But so far, nobody seems to have noticed. Tiern, what are you up to at the moment? Um, I think Tiern is kind of going around and probably helping with medical stuff, just mm-hmm. helping out making sure that you know if anyone's too hurt uh giving them some like tinctures and stuff to make them feel better um because she's not she can't build stuff or rebuild stuff but that she can help people make like heal Mm -hmm. she's been going around probably helping with that and just knowing that this is her fault and also not saying it to anyone can I? Can I? Avoiding Erasmus. Yeah. Can uh, I ask Bron- for Tyrion's help for something? You can. Okay. Did um, you say? Yeah. Tyrion, um, you can you can tell when someone has had uh, glamour on them, right? That's something that you know how to detect. Oh yeah. Can you? Can you? If I get us an audience with uh, Fenwick, can you just confirm that he's not under any influence? I'm not obviously a good judge of that, but I just want to make sure that whoever is running the town isn't answering to these strangers. Is, is that something you can do? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Honestly, if you're worried about it, I'm... I don't trust you, but I don't want this as much as you do, so I will... Well, they, they, they just seem very supportive of him as a candidate, and I just want to make sure that 
Yeah, no, coincidental and not because he's under their thrall. I'll definitely check. Thank you. Um, so I, I'd like to schedule a meeting with them. Like, okay. I don't know if like it's the next day or something like that. But yeah, it'll be it'll be the next morning. Um, I will just uh, I'll just say that uh, uh, Carlo found a place to hide his barrel for the night. Um, uh, yeah, so it's the next morning. Um, Fenwick is uh, in his office, just like looking over because like the papers are just in like disarray. You know, like like whatever Heron like, like Heron did not have the greatest like organizational system, uh, and she's been gone for over a month now, so everything is just in total disarray. So he's just standing there, kind of scratching his head, looking over this. Is it just you two, or did you bring Carlo as well? I mean, um, I wouldn't say no to Carlo being there. Like Taryn would be like, yeah, he's been a big help so far. How, how about this? I think Bron wouldn't have necessarily invited Carlo, but maybe after talking to Tiern, Tiern reached out to Carlo because she doesn't trust Braun, and in case something else needs to happen, Carlo's a good person that you do trust. Yeah, um, and also like, so we don't end up with a possible authority situation, it might be good to just have Carlo around for like I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I just don't know what's going to happen anymore. So all of us being there is better. <laughs> so yeah, Fenwick is just sitting there, like, looking through all these papers. And he looks up and sees the three of you and is like, oh, thank goodness you're here. I cannot make heads or tails of any of this. Oh, well, Fenwick, uh, congratulations, first of all. Uh, you know, of course, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to help you with the the paperwork and the logistics and trying to figure out how exactly everything is, is working. Thank you. I I have have a head for numbers. Yes, exactly. But, uh, I also just wanted to to congratulate you and, and, uh, say, uh, uh, thank you. I'm glad that the the people of town, uh, recognized your talents. You were the hero who brought us the first, uh, information about the sheep. So you have saved countless, uh, lives and our livelihood. So I'm glad that they recognize that and have had to uh, raise to this new position. Well, thank you so much. Um, I feel very honored to be here with the town's three greatest heroes. Um, I have a couple minutes I can spare uh, for you, of course. Um, and uh, if you have anything you wish to know about me, I mean, he starts talking about like his kids and stuff. Like it's just like a weird, like kind of monologue. Um, but if there's anything you want to know, now is the time to, um, I guess, discern realities would be the best thing. Probably rolled by Tiern. Can I, can I do just like a little flashback and, and ask, kind of ask yeah. Tiern like, what what do you need to be able to do this reading? Does he need to be distracted? Does he need to be uh, in a high emotional state? Like, because all of that's going to inform the attack that uh, that Ron is going to take in this conversation. Uh, she's like, just keep him distracted so it doesn't be weird that I'm looking for signs of magic on him. She's like, I don't have to like touch him or anything. Okay, so I'll I'll uh, I'll join in with the reminiscences. I'll ask about Darby. Uh, let him tell me stories. Make sure that uh, that uh, my my sister is okay. Um, congratulate him on all of the stuff. Uh, yeah. Start shuffling through papers and and make exclamation exclamations and say like, "Oh, did did you see this?" And just basically keep being distracted. Okay. 
All right, uh, Tyrion, if you want to discern realities, then go for it. Or if you have a different plan, but that would be my my recommendation. If you have a different plan, please let me know. Uh, I guess I can do that. Do I still have my minus one to wisdom from? Uh, no. Rest fully. Enough. Enough time has passed that you wouldn't have it anymore. Yeah. Just making sure. Um, did not want to. Did not want to game incorrectly. I had forgotten about it, so that's why I know it's not there. Uh, I got a seven. Okay. Not great, but not terrible. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to say the the disadvantages. He keeps looking at you curiously, but then he gets success, successfully distracted by bronze. You don't quite get everything you want, but you do get like one vital piece of information. Uh, yeah. So I guess um, who or what is really in control here? Fenwick wants what's best for Stonetop. Fenwick is happy to be the best mayor Stonetop's ever had. Fenwick will probably be a great mayor. Like, honestly. But at present, he really does believe what's best for Stonetop is to just, like, sort of placate this army and let them move on and, like, leave Stonetop alone. He has been successfully convinced that that's true. And you can tell there was, like, magic to that convincing but he himself is not under any charms he was just like compelled let's say so it was just like it's okay just yeah they used some magic to push harder but it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like permanent thing. right right um why you don't know but um you know the uh uh, he doesn't seem like he's under under any enchantment. Not in the way that like Braun was. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a li- it's suspicious, but it's not like we uh, we might have to convince Fenwick of something different. But as far as we can tell, Fenwick is fine, and Tyrion kind of gives Braun a look like eh, like he's fine. Okay. While you, while you are having this conversation, while you're all sitting there talking to Fenwick, Taryn, your uh, fiance pops in. You only you can see or hear him. Um, it's so good. Your favorite thing. And he's like, uh, "Listen, there was a murder last night, and one of our men is gone." He's very important to me. He was very precious to me. And I tell you, we're going to have him replaced. But what will be good for Stonetop is if you find who did it and turn them over to us. Then we will go easy on your town. Anyway, love you. See you in a couple days. Bye. Pops out. <laughs> like, Ben was murdered or Faye was murdered? Um... Oh yeah, he he would have clarified that it was it was one of the people he clarified as one of the people in the army, so we assume they're Faye, you know. But like it was the yeah, basically he's saying um, a important person in the army was murdered, and since the army does these little exercises around town, you could go and see you could go and see who it was very quickly. Uh, yeah, so that's Tyrion is like gonna look at Bronn and Carlo and kind of be like, uh, Tyrion is gonna be like. It's been very lovely to speak with you, Fenwick. I 
um, congratulations. I I hate that it's under these circumstances that you've because the mayor's missing, right? The old mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I hate that these are the circumstances of which you had to become mayor, but I do believe you'll do a good job. Uh, yeah. Like now, if you'll excuse me, I have some matters to attend to. Ah, yes, we we have kept you uh, far too long. Uh, if you want, I will take some of those papers uh, back to my shop and go through them and see if we can get some sort of organization for you. And can you work on some here, and I'll work on some there, and uh, I can bring you back a report later today. Obviously, if you need anything, we are at your disposal. Wonderful, thank you. I will be in touch. Um, oh, by the way, uh, some of the army uh, folks. I don't like them. I know. I know nobody likes them, but ugh, they're so noisy and they're up all hours of the night. You know, I'm just trying to get them to move on as quickly as possible. And I hope, you know, I figure out a way to do that, but they want to put up a tent because they want to have a big party on the solstice. I guess somebody's getting married. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think we all want them to uh, move on as quickly as possible and leave still top alone. Um, and I kind of give a side eye over to Tiern uh, and say, if perhaps we can uh, negotiate something where if they want to put up this big tent and have this uh, celebration, uh, that we could maybe leverage that, the permission to do such a thing to uh, move on a little bit faster. Um, I have. Go ahead, Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion's just like maybe we. I have some things I'd like to talk to you about before we make any decisions. And the mayor says, "You know what? That's a great idea. Um, I will. Uh, uh, I'll talk with them about that next time I see them. I was talking with the general last night, and um, took him a while to figure out what language I spoke, but he got there. Uh, and uh, yeah, we were going to have breakfast this morning, but he didn't show. So." Well, I'm sure that there are many things that uh, could have caught his attention. Leading uh, a bunch of troops uh, always has a bunch of surprises. The general, you said, was there a name? No, uh, he just introduced himself as the general. I'm wondering if fairies have generals. Let's say they do. They, they do here. <laughs> they do now. You can also save us a bunch on car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So he uh, he returns to his work. Um, uh, I'm just going to say he has a cat. He's got like a cute little cat that's like nestled up in the corner. Fenwick's cat. Has he always had a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's always well, he's always been a cat person. <laughs> having a cat around him is not unusual. Have you, you know, have you paid close attention to all his cats? No, but he's always had a cat around him. So anyway, um, so yeah, he goes back to work and y'all can do whatever you like. So I we go outside and I say, uh, yeah. Taryn, I think we have a problem. I also think we have a problem. Is, is, is it Fenwick? Does he, does he compromise? Has he been a witch the way I was? No, no, he. He's fine. He was magically persuaded, but he's not enchanted. He, he's genuinely fine. Um, it might take some convincing or unconvincing. I don't know yet. But I have received word that an important person in this army 
got killed last night. And it might be that general who didn't show up for breakfast this morning. I know something I about sure that. I sure you I had not. What? You know something? So listen. <laughs> so listen. Um. I look around. Is there anybody within earshot? Um, no, no, not that you actually roll me, uh, uh, roll me like, um, discern realities plus, plus intelligence. Um, and you can ask me questions if you want, but you can't see anybody. Uh, I discern nothing. Um, (laughs) yeah, you don't see anybody. It doesn't seem like there's anybody around. So I say, look, these people are causing problems. And I'm sorry I didn't come to you first, but you seem busy. So I've started dealing with it. Dealing um, with it? Yeah. What happened? General's not coming back. Obviously. Who killed the general? I dealt with it. Who killed the general? I, I just stare at you flatly. Um, if this is your wedding party, maybe for the good of the town, it's time for you to leave. Hello? They will go easy on the town if we hand over who murdered the general. They had no plans of doing anything to the town. They've already taken over the town. Yes, I'm aware of that. But now... So that, that's doing something. That's not hurting people. It's control. And it's the same control they have over you. It's the control that they double-crossed us with the dragon. I understand. But killing someone... My, 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 my friend, these are very sensitive topics. Perhaps you should uh, adjourn to my shop to discuss the person rather than out here in the middle of the causeway. Yes, I think that would be a good idea. And, you know, smiles, happy, happy, uh, happy smiles. There's no need to raise our voices, but it's just walking and walking as we go. And I will kind of so, offer everyone to, to my bus. So as we walk... Go ahead. Um, Carlo's going to continue to talk and say, so it sounds like they know that their man is missing and they want a fall guy. They know their man is dead and this man was important to them. And they, they are threatening us now because one of their men is dead. So you're going to have to give me a really good reason as to why one of their men is dead. Because otherwise, this just looks... All you've done is bring us a much worse problem. All right, then. I will leave. No one's saying that you have to leave, Carlo. Um, I I put my hand on your shoulder, Bron. I say, 
It is not that great a sacrifice. <laughs> what if... What if... Uh, what if one of your... crew were to leave on an extended trip uh, far away from here and uh, once they had been gone a certain amount of time then Tiern could discuss could discover that that was the individual responsible for this general's death you think Tyrion will be here in two weeks I this is definitely something they are we are after now did you get a time limit? No. Did I? <laughs> so I say, look, they know what they want to know. And I'm not worried about them. Um, and uh, I say, I look at Bron and I say, good leader doesn't throw people under the bus. Can you at least tell us why it happened? Why? Because... They, we, <laughs> what did we, they actually do? Did you see during the ceremony how the general decided to have a personal conversation with Fenwick? Yes, I know what I know what happened to Fenwick, but what did the general actually do? Did he charm Fenwick to make no. sure that that he did not? No. If he used any magic, it was like the smallest amount. Fenwick is not charmed currently. Or enchanted. But has he been? No, it was just like magic. It was the tiniest bit of persuasion. Like, yes, it was persuasion, but Fenwick can be unpersuaded. Like I said. But what did he actually do to be dealt Occupying the town? Threatening the citizens? And then taking over the person in charge. Did you see Braun try to give this this give the children away to them? Yes, I know what happened with Braun. I'm aware of what happened with Braun. I so I made a decision. I made a decision, Taryn. Did you let us know that they were with you? I haven't even had a chance to talk to any of them. We've been back for weeks. They've occupied our town for weeks. I've been helping people around town. But the, you didn't come to me. You didn't ask me about anything. You didn't even remotely. You just decided to play vigilante and kill someone. <laughs> you, you forget. I'm the law. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, this isn't sure, a, this, that's, how law, that's how this works. This isn't a situation about who did what or said what or what happened in the past. Carlo, Carlo took Carlo saw a problem and took uh, took an action. Do I necessarily agree with that action? No, but that doesn't matter at this point. Now we have to figure out what to do. If they want and a killer for that, there's person, nothing to do. Trying to get a, a legitimate reason out of why this man is dead, but maybe so we have some bargaining chips. He cost a line. They were not invited. They are not welcome. We were planning to have an all out assault if they didn't disappear the day after the uh, solacist. 
There's a knock at the we, door of the store. Are you at the store right now? For this. Yeah, I think we're at the store by now. Yeah. Um, There's a knock at the... Go ahead. Uh, I will go to cross to the door and uh, open it um, and start with the... I'm so sorry, we're closed right now, but who, who is Erasmus it? is there. And he says, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. Oh, I'm curious as to what you were going to do with the body. You Please come in. You know, I, I realize <laughs> I, I have your order right here. Let us sell it, go over it, and we'll ensure that everything is there and the payment is right. Please, please come in, uh, by our guests. If we get um, the body back to the right people, we might be able to get you off the hook and get most people off the hook. So I usher him in and close the door again. So I understand. I understand that you, and he looks toward Carlo, have killed one of them. That is a feat few humans will ever manage. Congratulations to you. They will be watching for you now. (laughs) Yes. Now, you need to figure out what to do with this body because the second they find that body, it's over for this entire town. So, what are you going to do with the body? I'm taking it with me. Okay, in the middle of the day. It glows at night. Could yes, we, yes. Could we make it look like an accident? Uh, move not it, an accident. Move it to the ed- 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 edge of the falls and dump it over. It's going to be very obvious. It's not an accident, something tells me. Do you have any other input to put in this in Erasmus? Do you have I'd any other thoughts? Any questions. I would love to answer any of your questions, but I suspect I have not been told everything that is going on in this town. You do realize that their whole job is to turn people against each other. That's when they work best, is when you are divided, because they can work their agendas against each other. You've already lost one, and if I would guess, she is now working in their employ? Yep, your Tyrion here has Tyrion here has some sort of connection to them that I have many interesting guesses about. Bronn has been enchanted. Oh, oh, wait, Carl, wait, wait. Are you a- wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I would have returned his book when we came okay. back out of the woods after the war. I think we returned it when we arrested a nook for it or tried to arrest a nook for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the book. Yeah. Um, it seems to me the marshal here is the only one who hasn't been corrupted by them in some way. And yet I, you I object one. to that term. I don't think anyone has been corrupted. Shut up, yeah, put it how you want to put it, Erasmus. What he did doomed us for like, and now what they want is for us to turn over the killer and the body. And they'll go easy on stone top. But we're doomed either way, something tells me. And we're extra doomed if we don't give them the body. We were doomed when they showed up. Oh, you were doomed when those two little girls went into the woods. Tyrion, you know of the things below. You know of the Green Lords, correct? Yeah. Tell me, what is the prophecy? What does it speak of, of the day that the things below arrive on the earth? 
She pulls out like a book for a second so she can like flip through. Ominous music starts playing in the background. <laughs> um, and she just kind of looks at it. And she's like, "It's a notebook. It's just like a notebook of her notes." And she's like, "I mean." The things below essentially uh, from what I can translate of the prophecy want to bring about the end of the world for humanity so that they can claim what they believe is their rightful place. Um, up here on the up here yeah. uh, on the surface. Um, and they have a connection to some of the Fae. It is said the things below may have. I think this was something we established earlier. It said it said that may, the things below may have created, or the Fae. Some of the Fae may worship the things below. Uh, it's not a super common faith anymore, as far as I can tell, because the things below threaten the Fae's way of life as well. I mean, in the prophecy, from what I could translate, if they come up, they don't intend on letting anyone survive, Fae included. Anyone who lives up here on this world, whether it's in the Fae plane or here, no one comes out of this in a, in a looking good or in a good way. Everyone dies. The, all, as far as I know, the things below will just use the face power against them. Well. Yes. Which is why that most... That is to say... Hmm. I was just like, which is why most Fae, as far as I can tell, at least from my more recent studies, don't really worship them anymore, but obviously there's always the fire and brimstone outliers, much like we have up here with the Makers. Yes. I was wrong when I said there was a civil war. I misunderstood what was happening. As you know, and centuries ago, it's, uh, it's made our, our choices so much uh, better informed. They were misleading all of us. But as you know, centuries ago, the Fae and humanity struck a deal to push the Green Lords down to where the things below live. I think the Fae believe that they got the wrong end of that deal. They've been pushed to the edges of civilization, and I think some of them believe they could unleash a purifying scourge upon the earth and hide out somewhere and inherit it once it's all over. They don't seem particularly weak to me. Their plan is their plan is very far along, but I think we can still thwart it. <clears throat> oh. I mean, is there no world in which we actually just offer a better deal? Because the Green Lords and the things below are just going to destroy everything. Taryn, can't you figure out that their deals are always to our detriment? I am aware their deals are always to our detriment. And that is why we go to a lawyer. Um... (laughs) You go to someone who is just as sleazy and slimy as they are, who can write just the way they can. Who do you have in mind? We have to have a, we have to have someone in town who's like really savvy at this. Oh, or, oh, or, like, oh. Or, Shut up, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, Tyrion kind of looks at Braun and is just like, this uh, this kind of your thing? Uh, of, course. of course. Um, there is the concern that I appear to be susceptible to their charms. Uh, is there anything that you can assist me with that while we negotiate? I can make you a charm to protect you. Um, I can do that. The But here's the thing. I don't just mean... Like, they feel, they feel like they got pushed out. And I, I can't say I blame them. I can see why they would think that humans definitely have the majority of the land and the, of the surface now. So the deal has to be something that appeals to them that allows them to live in this... to live more in... they have more space than they do now. But we also have to try and make sure that they can't Un, like they can't mess with unwilling humans. That's They've already it. taken Stone Top. Yes, I'm aware. But if we can make something work where they can have a town maybe next to Stone Top or something, it's going to take a lot of magic to do this, but it's doable. Or do they prefer a more wild or undeveloped area? Perhaps they would be more they comfortable might- creating their own homes if we could offer them a section of the Great Wood. Yeah. You see them training. They want to play human. What do you think, Soothsayer? You are proposing to give to give the Fae a foothold on our plane of reality. They have a foothold. I uh, yes. Do you they do you can, have do they, you have a rec- any recourse? They are playing under their own rules. They can be dealt with under the rules of war. You could push them out. You could fight them. You could, you know, you could kill them. It would would be very difficult. I don't recommend this. Giving them their own land, though, then they could do whatever they wanted from that space. You would, they would be able to defend against you. I think. Well, but do you want conversely? If they have a stake, if they have a stake. If they have a stake in the area, then they would become allies, even if just a convenience. And if Ryan, we can negotiate a you're not, contract you're not listening. or areas in which they would not be able to proceed further, then they could have their their stake and their foothold, and and the the their contracts and their deals would prevent them from from moving beyond that. I, unless unless they charm people into agreeing. Unless they charm people into letting them out. I am proposing that we actually try a peaceful arrangement. Because the alternative, if they really want to get those green lords and the things below up here, we all die. There is no stomach for war among the Fae. I think you could avert a war, but I'm not sure you could avert one using peaceful methods. You may try. But I will give you my advice if you want it. Yes. More information is always good. You don't need to kill every fae. You just need to kill the one who cooked up this scheme, who is behind this plot. The prince. The prince. Well, we know where we'll be in a couple days. I believe if you assassinate the prince, it will throw everything into disarray. At the very least, you will have time to prepare for their next incursion. 
and it might even avert it for generations. Won't that just piss them off more? It might. But the father is weak and old. The prince is pushing. The prince is pushing to make his own move. And uh, what, hap- what happens if he gets a bride? A human bride. I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, he says, looking pointedly at Tiern. But rarely do good things happen when the Fae join hands with our own. Because then we humans no longer have loyalty to our own kind because we become like them. So well, we're humans. <laughs> we're not known for our loyalty to our own kind. <laughs> This is true. This is true. Yes, it is not. It is not a foolproof plan, but everything I have studied, everything I know suggests to me that if you kill him, it will cause enough disarray that you will have time to prepare and they will retreat. Well, Karen, how do you feel about being a widow? Maybe spelt some more about how the marriages work. <laughs> Absolutely. Roll me out. Roll me two d six plus. Uh, plus work it there. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's. Can I use my books and scrolls? Uh, or, or use your uh, your advantage for recap. Oh yeah, I have advantage. Yeah. yeah. I'm smart. Um, that is a seven. Okay. So I'm going to tell you three. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm going to let you contribute one thing that is absolutely true, and then I'm going to tell you two things. One is true, and one is not. But you tell me what's absolutely true. Um. I bought it. While it is true that a human will have to become one of them, mm-hmm. it does not mean. But be, like, it does not mean they lose who they are entirely. And will have, and will now just have the fake powers. It doesn't mean they lose who they are as a person. It just they become a fake. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Here are two different things that you have heard. One, the human whose town, uh, the the human who the town the human comes from. God, I forgot how to speak English. The town from which the human who is wed comes is showered in blessings for a whole generation. Um, Multi, you know, fruitful, uh, fruitful livestock, fruitful crops. Uh, no one is with want for years to come. The other thing you have heard is that the uh, town that the human who gets married comes from is scoured from the face of the earth. Not a lot of uh, leeway between those two impressions. 
And like, there are equal numbers of legends about both. Like, there is the scholars do not, even Erasmus does not have a firm opinion on which is true. Do we have enough time to get to Marsh Edge before the equinox? No, no Marsh Edge is a two two week ride, and you're about three days away from the solstice. Was um, probably things below related. Uh, maybe don't know for sure, but uh, no. So yeah, Tyrion just kind of sits there, and she's like, "Well, one thing I do know for sure is that." I- I mean, over time, because I'll live forever, is that, like, or she wants to say, I, because brides live, like, because you become Faye and live forever, but that doesn't mean you lose yourself immediately. It doesn't just mean you, like, become a completely different person. It just means you become a Faye. Um, but there are equal legends on towns getting blessed and towns getting scoured from the face of the earth. And there is no rhyme or reason or pattern to how either of those have spun about. And it it could be the human being like, I hate this place and wanting to scour it. It could be the human like loving the place and wanting to bless it. There's no, no one knows for sure. But either way, no one in the town wants for anything ever again. (laughs) Erasmus points at Bronn is like, very clever. I like this one. Yeah, you said that now. <laughs> Bron, Bron grins at you. <laughs> she does. She does wink at Bron because she's 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 still mad at him, but she's easing up. So, oh. either way, it seems like your wedding party is going to create create quite a mess. And uh, they could bless us. Like it's not. I, I don't feel comfortable killing anyone. How do you? I haven't felt blessed by them yet. How, how do you feel about so Top? <laughs> it's my home. I like it. I like it here. I have my general issues, but that's not with Stone Top. Well, that would hopefully be a support in the blessing category. However, long term, it doesn't address our, regardless of the outcome of Stone Cop, Stone Top's uh, future, doesn't resolve the larger issue of permitting the Fae or to have a foothold in the world versus the Green Lords potentially raising everything and everyone. Just wish there was a good way to use. I, I have some advantage here, and I just, I just wish we could use it in a more peaceful sense. I don't want to have to kill a living being. So why don't you? Why don't you cut a deal? What do you think she still has to bargain with? She's got a murderer. Who? She looks like Carlo. You're not thinking of turning yourself in, are you? Let him. Let him speak. Erasmus. Um. Because 
are there any other powers we can uh, leverage on our behalf? There are always other powers. Now, depends what religious sects are most powerful here. Um, I haven't seen any light bringers around here, but uh, you have a judge, correct? Or do you just operate as the judge, Mr. Marshall? I'm trying to learn how to kill these things. They don't belong here. Very good. They don't. They don't. They don't. Well, I would say that that puts you... Oh, God, I can't remember the name of this god. Um, (laughs) I would say that that puts you... uh, in line with the uh, uh, needs of something or other. I would say that that puts you in line with the uh, I'll find the name of the god. I would say that puts you in line with the the institutions of uh, the gods of order who wish to keep the world as it is. Perhaps you could appeal to this to the great lord to give you the strength that you would need he might meet your petition it might also take your life both might come true at the same time while my friend thinks about that uh, for a moment Erasmus you had mentioned that few mortals are able to uh, confront one of these uh, beings and survive to tell the tale is there, in your experience or your knowledge, is there a better way to uh, attack them than with higher weapons? That was my understanding, that there's a more efficient means of killing them that would be useful for us to know, regardless of what we proceed going forward. Whether that's protecting Carlo, uh, letting him defend himself, or moving ahead with removing the prince from the equation. Is there a recommended method of disposal? Um, making sure you can hear me. I'm having some connection troubles. Yep. Yeah, right. I can, I can. Um, cool. Uh, so Erasmus looks around and says, iron is the best way. It's just, they're very strong and they're very ancient. It takes a lot to kill them, doesn't it? Takes and he a lot to kill them. So that's why I'm suggesting one target. I think in a war, I think in a war it would t- be too much. You would get a few of them. They would get all of you. But one yeah. target... If the rest are as tough as that general, and I do hope they're not... No, um, it would cost the whole town for us to win a, against the 48 left there are you know there are a few uh, younger ones they might take a dozen strokes to kill but the older ones will be costly and that doesn't get us past uh three nights from now. So, uh, I will seek to make petition. 
um, Taryn, you won't see me for another couple days. You should uh, talk to Zeb if you have any uh, concerns. Regrets or a change of heart? I uh, just kind of like, I don't know what the best course of action here is. Tyrion is very much about, why can't we all just get along? <laughs> well, it appears that we have two primary courses of action. Carlo, you say that Tyrion won't see you for several days. Are you um, making, ma- making a plan? Barter! Barter, barter let, let, what? Find out if the town will be spared if you turn me over. This is good information. Tim, can you reach and I look over at Erasmus, anyone who might be able to give us additional information on that? Um, probably. And old man, Erasmus, if you could, uh, tell me how to uh, pay proper respects to this uh, Aratius. Uh, Yes. Aratius likes order, balance. Appeal to that side. He may speak to you. Right. And I uh, will attempt to disappear for a few days. Um, Emily, let me know if you need to know where I am. (laughs) <laughs> we will we will check we will check in with you but let's yeah. see what's up with the others like we're we're coming up honestly we're coming up to a, like probably got a half hour left we're coming up on a good point to pause um but uh, i want to say i want to check in with where y'all are as we're heading toward the wedding date on the on the uh, meta carlo do you have uh the xp to take a move from the light bringer playbook <laughs> well i already have oh okay mm. yeah. all right okay um, cool. So, uh, Carlo goes off, uh, into the wilderness. Uh, Bron, what are you doing, uh, as the wedding comes nearer? Bron is, um, not nervous because, but he is concerned that we don't seem to have a plan and an agreement on what we're doing. And with two sort of wildly conflicting ideas, he's trying to figure out a way to be prepared for both of them. Uh, So he has taken to arming himself even more with uh, iron knives at all times and uh, and is uh, keeping an eye on on what's going on. Have Have the invaders become have their have their uh now, now it's my turn to have a brain. Uh, or has their behavior changed uh, since since the general's disappearance? Like, have they become no. more surly and standoffish, or are they basically acting the same? 
they're still marching okay. uh, in perfect formation. There's just a gap where the general used to go in the middle of the front line. Okay. Um, so I, I think that... Um, okay, Braun is... Braun is uh, planning for the, the big party. He is uh, making arrangements to make sure that uh, food and delicacies and gifts arrive on time uh, and all of that. He's also uh, been making kind of uh, inquiries. I think I, I'm going to consult with Erasmus and find out that if if there were to be a guilty party for the murder of uh, one of these, say, what would they do to that, uh, to, to the offending party? Like, is there an elaborate uh, execution? Do they, do they just disappear? Do they just get killed really quick? Like, is there any sort of tradition uh, of what might happen? Uh, because if there's something like they construct a gallow and they hang him or they do this elaborate ritual, you know, where they kill him. I would be planning on figuring out ways, putting things in place to potentially disrupt such an activity if it became necessary. Uh, Erasmus tells you that uh, as far as anyone knows, uh, perpetrators, human perpetrators of crimes against the Fae are taken into Fairyland and worked until they die. Okay. Not a lot can be worked with them. Um, uh, but you don't know Carlo, uh, uh, the type of person to be taken anywhere against his will. So I, I suspect that that's the case, but depending on what their powers are, you might not have a choice. Um, so, so I, I tell you what I'm, what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm spending my time setting up for the uh, for the party and the wedding and making sure that that's going to be great because if we're going to go through with it, whether we live or die, we might as well have a hell of a party and, and see off our uh, very own school teacher. Uh, but what I've also t- done is either, either mercenaries or people who uh, are not scared of the woods to have them uh, sort of have patrols and keep an eye on the door that we know that goes between here and, and Fairyland. Like, not, not to take any action, but to kind of report back to me if they see anything that is still on. And if nothing happens, I'll still pay them handsomely for their time. Okay. Um, yeah. They, uh, you know, it doesn't appear that more troops are joining the troops that are here, but they do sort of keep an eye on things. Um, and uh, uh, they do say one night they see a lone figure sort of appear from the, the tunnel headed toward the town, but the figure loses them in the woods. They were wearing one of the, the hats, one of the helmets, hats, one of the helmets that like the general was wearing. So um appears to be the new general, but have not seen the new general just yet. Um, so yes. Uh, Tiern, what are you up to? How are you getting ready for your wedding? Uh, I mean... Spa day! Tiern is like... Tiern is basically trying to research every possible thing and every possible like solution to this problem. Mm-hmm. He is just like... Because... Basically, he's in me. I either kill him on our wedding night, 
or I come up with a more peaceful solution that compromises and benefits both situations and both people. Because here it is very much a, I don't want to have violence. I don't want to kill. I mean, she's able to, but she doesn't want to. As you are working on this, um, Anuk, the real Anuk, uh, enters your schoolhouse. I assume that's where you're doing this. You can yeah. say if you're elsewhere. And she looks at you and um, is like, why? Why did you make that deal? I wanted to help people. Also, yeah. 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 I was able to save people. Yeah. People I cared about. And he's very handsome. Oh, yes. This is true. But he lies. Yeah. I know that if you have to go, you have to go. But I would really miss you. You were like the only one here who ever cared about me. I mean, Dolores does too, but I didn't realize that. I didn't realize how much she cared about me. Yeah, Dolores cares about you a lot. Tears just go smiles. Yeah. She's the reason we, we were able to go back and get you. She helped us a lot. Yeah. Yeah, um, he lies. Don't trust him. He lies. And she's like, okay. I'll be at your wedding. And Tyrannus just like, how do I not have to murder him? Like, just trying to make this a peaceful solution. Trying so hard. So she's doing like... She's got, like, every book out, every notebook she's ever had. She is trying so hard to find a way to, like, um, just make it a more peaceful solution so that, like, Carlo doesn't get hurt, Stone Top doesn't get hurt. Um, do you have, do you have a, uh, uh, or do you have discern realities? Do you want to have something you want to do here to sort of, like, try and puzzle this out? I- I wish there was like a good research skill, but there's not. Um, so it's like, I get like, because I feel like this is not just discern realities because that's wisdom. I feel like this is more of an intelligence thing, like going through mm-hmm. and trying to find every possible. Let's, let's, do spell lore. let's do spout lore and treat it as discern realities. So whatever you roll, you will get a certain number of questions to ask me. Uh-huh. I'm going to use my advantage again. Actually, no, I'm going to say that. I do have to go sit with murder. I'm not going to let. I'm not going to let you use books and scrolls because you don't know precisely what you're looking for. So yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, shit. Maybe I do want to use my advantage. <laughs> All right, that's a nine. Okay, so you can ask me one question. 
Oh, I could also use my thingy that I have. Um, you know, I'm, that's so specific. My yeah, eye, my eye sphere, not cube. It's not. Oh yeah, you could use your eye sphere. I'll start with just yeah. my ice sphere. Yeah. Um. Man, what should I be out on? What should I be on the lookout for? Let me find my ice sphere. I have that. It's as far as the literature suggests. The time to strike is before the wedding is completed, you know, before the uh, the fairy bridegroom places his kiss upon you. At that point, something happens that makes you, like, less interested in humanity. Um, whether it's because you become like him or what, like, getting to the point where you're like, alone with him is probably going to be tricky. Like maybe there's a way to guard against it, but definitely like that moment uh, when you kiss at the altar or whatever they use in fairy weddings, <laughs> um, that moment seems like something happens that uh, twists, uh, twists you into some new form that is less interested in humanity. And yeah, let's look at that ice sphere. Yeah, let's excited. Let's do this. Because, oh my god, I have an idea. I have, I have a thought. I don't. Oh god. Okay. okay. I have a thought. What is this plus? Okay, so that's that's an eight. Okay. Um. Basically means I get like one of these questions. I should be keeping track of my acumen because I might have some. But all right. Um, uh, so, Carlo, it sounds like the plan is that we're going to have to take the prince out on a bachelor party and take care of it then. <laughs> um, well, I have an idea. I have an idea for how to get him alone. Um, but... Alright, uh... I don't know which one of these is a good question to ask. So I don't know. What am I overlooking, I guess? Is this, is this the only option? What are you overlooking? Hmm... You know how you said the things below would scour even the fae? Uh-huh. You remember how there's a thing below that's unleashed upon the earth right now that killed three people in your town? Oh, yeah. That's one way to kill some fae. Okay. I'm gonna let Broaden know about that, I guess. Um... Or let's get let Braun, because Carlo's not around. Um, I guess now is it just it's looking very likely Tyrion is going to have to kill this guy. <laughs> uh, I 
because making a deal with them isn't going to work. But um, I have a plan for that. I don't know if anyone else wants to go first, but she's going to give a note to Bronn that basically says, things below can kill the Fae. That means the Crumble. Crumble. Crumble? Crumble, yes. The Crumble can kill them for you. So she's going to leave a note for Braun on that, and unless we want to do something else first, I have a very begrudging kill with the prince, the fairy prince plan. Uh, Braun, what do you get, what do you think when you read this note? <laughs> I, um, well, first of all, I eat it. If it's on, you know, some sort of paper or vellum or something, I uh, rip it up and swallow it. Uh, then, um, then I'm going to uh, see if I can repurpose some of these uh, mercenaries to see if they can find out where... Uh, the Cromwell has gone or if we're getting reports of, of where it is or something like that. Um, and then I think I will actually, before I do that, what I'm going to do is speak to Erasmus and ask him what he knows about the Cromwell and whether it has uh, like a favorite food, something that could lure it to a place. Hmm. I mean, it likes to eat everything, but mostly it likes to eat humans and fae. Well, if it has, let's say it had gone someplace, it was heading towards a a larger town, uh, which I presume that it is because it has stuck around Stone Top. If you wanted to change that direction and maybe bring it back uh, here, is there anything that you would recommend besides riding in front of it and throwing children at its mouth every 20 feet? That would be the best plan. Well, I don't think that's a... Well, no, I don't think that's a... (laughs) I, I don't think that's a viable plan. I did, I, I did think for a moment about all the orphans left from Marsh Edge. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Come on. Hey, I'm in, uh, I'm in the mind of an asshole. So. <laughs> the crumble the is right now very far away, but it will be attracted and it can move through the earth. It will scent particularly appetizing feast so if you could gather enough beings in one place at one time it might it just might burrow its way through and burst in a wedding perhaps uh, interesting well uh, this, this was of course all academic I was just uh Two in the morning, I woke up and I just had this insatiable yes. curiosity, and I need sure. to make sure that uh, I say that it will keep me up for frankly the rest of the week. Um, I understand. But, uh, yes, I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the information, and um, 
the pickled beetroot that you had requested should be arriving within uh, the next day, probably in time for the wedding. I don't know if that has anything to do with why you ordered it, but uh, it should be here on the next shipment. And uh, I hope you enjoy. I don't intend to be here for the wedding. Oh, uh, did you want me to forward the, the beetroot somewhere else? No, I will pick it up tomorrow and be on my way. All right, well, fair enough. Uh, is there anything I can do to assist you on your journey? If the leaves don't top now. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. we missed that. We missed you. You froze. Oh, cut out. Okay. Um, if you wish to survive, young Bron, I do like you. You may come with me tomorrow. I am going to head as far south as I can and hope I can outrun what's to come. Hmm. Well, I may take you up on that offer, but in either case, uh, please allow me to help provision you for your journey. Yes. Carlo, where did you go? Carlo is in um, a niche in the lookout tower. Okay. And, uh, you know, everybody knows the lookout tower is manned by bored youth who wish they could be doing other things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And essentially I have a mirror and I kind of can communicate with uh, Zeb if need be. Okay. Um, have I, you, uh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Have you um, figured out a way, like, have you commandeered this? Have you like made sure no other people take shifts or could, for instance, beloved NPC Dolores perhaps be there at some point? <laughs> Of an NPC, uh, I have not stopped any of the normal rotation. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Dolores is just here, but she's doing, she's working on her thing. She's watching the watch. Yeah. Um, I have sent word to uh, essentially keep an eye on Erasmus and. Um, Like, like when Erasmus leaves, almost, I, I'm I'm torn as to whether or not the town should empty out mm-hmm. because something bad is coming, and there will be a fight with the the intruders. Okay. What's um, the other option? I'm sorry. Oh, you're torn between everyone should yeah. leave or everyone. So should I, I, okay. actually, I think I think I put that out, and so um, I let folks know. I, I, I let Zeb know to you know discreetly tell people. Um, Um, I, I send I send word to like essentially tell the farmers um, they need to figure out if they're staying and fighting for their land or if they're leaving. Yeah, and there'll be great bloodshed. 
Yeah, people are people are making different choices. People are you know heading different places. And um, uh, Dolores, who just happens to be working here, is like, I'm not leaving. By the way, I know that you're like like. I know you're the one who's trying to get people to leave. I'm not leaving. I'm going to stab that guy in his eye. I don't say anything. I assume I'm in the rafters or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she knows you're there because she's very savvy about this. But She doesn't walk around like, in yes, every building just... and talk to the rafters about stabbing people in eyes. Yes, I'm just talking to myself. I'm not talking to anyone who might happen to be hiding here. I'm just talking to myself. Um, so what are what's your plan now, Carlo? So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk to this uh this uh this higher power that okay. Um, doesn't like agents of chaos, which I've spent most of my life being. <laughs> yeah. So I want to just get a quick sense of, so the, the order of Aratus is like one of the main religions of this world. You are an agent of chaos. This is a very much orderly God. Yep. Were you, were you raised in this religion? What's your relationship nope. with this? Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I have met fools who gave their lives and their wealth to uh, a God I don't believe in. And uh, I have been one to take care of myself. But in the last year, I've seen things that I don't understand. And they have scared the hell out of me. (laughs) And... um, yeah, at Erasmus's urging. Uh, essentially, I have spent a couple days um, praying for Stone Top. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you f- do you do feel a tickling at the back of your brain that indicates to you that some sort of presence is here. Do you have any special training or special moves that might help you exploit this presence? No. Okay. All right. This is, this is, I, I, I have a, I have a zero for int and a zero for wisdom. This okay. is not my thing. I want you to parlay with Aratus. Oh, but I can parlay with Aratus. That's what I do. <laughs> do you have any leftover advantage? So I have a uh, 12. I rolled a 10. Okay. <laughs> and you feel that you feel that tickle at the back of your brain sort of resolve into this great booming voice but weirdly you can't pin it down you can't figure out if it's a the voice of a stereotypical man stereotypical woman uh, somewhere in between it's just this booming voice that sounds like all voices at once and it says why have you summoned me um agents of chaos have come into the land they you have refer be- to yourself. Um, I, I wish. <laughs> I said a great monster has uh, flown 
from a cave, releasing um, fairy. A wedding is going to happen, and a town may be destroyed. Hmm. I have uh, I have raised my hand to destroy them and I've been successful but understand I don't ask you for anything out of pride this town's been good to me I would like to see it stand and I would like these agents of evil these things that don't belong these anathema to civilization to be sent back where they come from with no foothold here you feel almost like a like a like a snake sort of twirling around you through the you don't see anything says you could take those you love you could leave here tomorrow you could travel as far south as the road will take you i know you this. would live a long you would live a long happy life you would be a grandfather you would die before they got to you i'm already a grandfather yes but you could spend time with your grandchild that's never been my style I see. I have no love for the things below. And I understand what is about to happen here. So, as you are quite certain about being on this path, I will grant your boon so long as you devote the rest of your life, no matter how long, to preaching my word. Ooh. Which is exactly... How long? No. no, what 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 is what is your what is your word? Spread order, become one of my judges, work throughout this world. I could be a useful tool if I survive this encounter. And it seems that the world needs to stand against this chaos. Yes, it does. All right. I will grant your boon. What do you ask? I don't even say it should be by my hand, but I want to see these creatures banished back to where they're from. The bride can make her decision, although I think it's folly. And if you could release the one called Ilsa, this town needs her. My life is forfeit. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I said my my I'm life sorry, is forfeit. My I life apologize. is forfeit to your cause. 
All right. I will see about the one you call Ilsa. She may be too far gone for me. But you, I give this unto you. And descending, just like you notice in the corner of this niche, this niche you're in, the hammer that you gave Ilsa all that time ago. (laughs) And it seems to glow with like a weird unearthly light. And she says, one true blow, one true blow with this will kill a fae. But you'd better not miss. And do I have to kill their leader or do I have to kill them all? I myself think killing them all is preferable. I agree. But killing the leader should work. On the other hand, I understand you've been told to kill the prince. I would kill the king. I would go straight for the head. I would unleash chaos. That makes sense. I love order, except when chaos plagues my enemies. Now that we've spoken, can I eat now? Yes. <laughs> you may break fast. <laughs> below, below you, below you, Dolores says, "Who were you talking to?" Uh, you probably weren't actually talking out loud. I just thought that would be fun. You probably had this all happen in your brain. But yes, you can eat now. Um, I'm going to go back to Tiern. Tiern. It's the day before your wedding. The morning of the day before your wedding. You uh, tell me tell me what you're doing uh, this, this fine day. Tiern has started prepping... <laughs> some plans because she's realizing she probably can't get out of this as peacefully as she wanted to and has been working to see if she can make a magic dagger that will kill a fae and maybe one or two hits instead of like 30. There's a sudden uh, a rush of wind and your fiance is in the room. Only you can see or hear him but you're all alone so who cares. Um, he's like, ugh, darling. I understand that you and your friends may have been part of this death of this general. I don't think that you did it, but I think that maybe one of your friends did. I we have yet to find the body, but just if you could talk with me. By the way, the new general arrives today. Would you like to go uh, take a look at him? I would love to meet him. Um... As for the murder of the old general, I don't know specifics as to what happened yet, but I do know that someone in Stone Top seemed to think they were taking justice into their own hands. Mm, yes, of course. They don't, feel comfortable. they don't know you, you all. They're not sure what's going on. I guess some yes. scared. Well, I've narrowed it down to three candidates in my mind. The girl, Dolores, a hellion. Uh, The marshal, Carlo, believes he's always on the side of rights. And that Ailish, who seems to have an affection for you. (laughs) Well, that's quite the list. (laughs) 
It's definitely not Dolores. You can cross her off. She's too busy being girlfriends with a nook. I feel almost offended that I'm not on the list. <laughs> you want me to throw you under the bus? No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I mean, he's like, hey, come, walk with me, walk with me. And he's heading out to uh, the edge of town. Mm. She starts walking with him. Now, the, uh, the time around a wedding between a fae and a human is always a very dangerous time. People get plans in their head about what they might be able to do to disrupt that wedding or to bring great violence against my own or your own. There are reasons that we strike the deals that we do. It is to keep the peace between our peoples and all of the other delicate balances that are at play. And so we always like to have a few wild cards in the mix. And that is why I wanted you to meet our new general. And he gestures and you see Ilsa um, in the middle of this group of fairies marching back and forth in sequence. And I have to tell Mac that I did that. (laughs) But hopefully she's okay with it. If she's not, we'll figure something else out. Because it's a good ending anyway. Thank you all. Karen's like, yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 great. That's a that's a wonderful place to end an episode. All right, nice. that's that is all for this time. I'm going to look at my whole thing again here. That's the end of tonight's session. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us on August 9th. That's the next time we play for our next session. It probably will be the finale. Um, Feels like there's a lot of balls in the air, though. Um, If you want to catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop. And if you want to find all of the other APs on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Let's talk about what we're all doing. Uh, Mo, what are you up to? Oh, um... We just released Zero Samurai based on the Yojimbo Jam, um, which is uh, built on the same engine as Holdfast. It's a one-shot adventure about uh, similar to Seven Samurai, but if no samurai arrive, how do you survive as a village of people who aren't really the fighty types? Um, Let's see. Uh, We're and uh yeah you can find me on twitter at ashyfeet1 and uh that's it and uh holdfast station i've gotten to check out has been is very good game i'm very excited for more people to see that um life what are you up to unmuting myself first um (laughs) Yeah, so I have been Blythe. I'm Blythe Colin 93 across, uh, across, across all of the socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of that. So that's B-L-Y-T-H-E-K-A-L-A-9-3. Uh, you can also find me currently on uh, over on Roll For It. It's, Bishop, yeah, it's Roll For It with a four, where I am playing in a Knights Black Agents game, and I play a white woman with a podcast who's really good at solving crimes. 
It's wonderful. She's super fun. Her name is Ashley Williams. You get points if you know how I picked the name. Um, but yeah, that's currently on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time, going till about 2. It's fun. Our last one's coming up. Uh, I don't know how their VOD situation works, but you should go check it out and watch it. It's It's been a very fun with a very good group of people. A white woman with a podcast? How relatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what are you up to? Uh, I have no other streams, things, or presence uh, at the moment. You can follow me at SunGrowler on uh, Twitter and Instagram if you never want to hear from me, because I almost never post there. Uh, however, just on a self-serving note, I am uh, going to be starting a new job in two weeks, so I'm super excited about that. So if you want to hop into Twitter and congratulate me, I'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, that's it. Nick, I'm not on Twitter right now, so I'm just going to congratulate you by saying congratulations, Nick, which I know doesn't last as long because right. you can, like, look at the tweet and just, like, print Forever. it out and bring it on yeah. your wall. Oh, but yeah. just, like, try and remember this moment. <laughs> um, um, Emily Vander, if you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash EmilyDDW. I'm not really tweeting right now because I'm working on 15 other things. Um, I'm here every other Monday playing this game and um, I have some, I think I'm going to start being in a session of the one ring on some other streaming network. I don't know. This might be happening. So like, (laughs) I guess just Google my name in the one ring and see what comes up. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I'm here every other Monday. We're going to be back here on the 9th to probably finish out this Stone Top game. Thank you all for watching. Thank you to my wonderful players for playing. And uh, I look forward to seeing what happens at that wedding. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.